Remington Steve. Won't be seen tonight, so we can bring you a very special episode of The Gen X-Files. Welcome to The Gen X-Files. I'm Jim. I'm Adam. And today's show is all about The, the Walkman. Walkman. Oh, yeah. Walkman? Walkman? It's like Watchman. <laughs> it's the Walkman. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it was, it changed everything. Changed everything for me. Changed everything for everybody. Before the Walkman, the Walkman, (laughs) you know, they had transistor radios. Yeah. That you had a little, like, mono earpiece that you could put in there. Listen to your ball games. It was mostly AM. Sports and news and Mm -hmm. I don't even think you could get an FM receiver in in Mm, some of those at the beginning. No, no, I don't think so. Uh, so yeah, I mean... The freedom to take your music anywhere, and especially like your mixtapes, you could just be like, I made you a mixtape, hope you like it. And then she could listen to it right in front of your face and say, I hate you. I'll never date you <laughs> in real time. <laughs> you are a sad, pathetic person. Ugh, you have horrible taste in music, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I remember, I remember when I first got a Walkman, yeah. and I think... The first tape that I listened to, I think it was like 82 when I got my Walkman. Because it, yeah. it didn't really hit the States until like, I know we're getting into it, but like 80, yeah. 81, it kind of became popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember, I think the first song I listened to on my Walkman was Africa by Toto. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Uh, the very first uh, cassette that I ever bought was a Kasingle. Ooh. Uh, it was uh, one by Metallica. Nice. From like nineteen, I think that was like eighty eight or eighty nine, oh, maybe. You were an angry little boy. I listened to a lot of Metallica <laughs> back in the day. Uh, my first take. Well, I had my first like portable musical sitch was I had one of those shoebox tape recorders. Oh yeah. You know, oh yeah. Like half yeah. Of it yeah. Is the yeah. Thing, and you yeah. got the microphone, and I would tape all of my happy days and stuff before VCRs. Right. I would tape them all to tape. Right. And right. Make my own little radio plays. But I think my first, my first. Tapes were Kiss Alive, ooh, uh, Wild and Crazy Guy, Steve Martin. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. boy, way too <laughs> young for that, but I loved it so much. Uh, and those are the two that I remember. And I remember when the Wall came out, Pink Floyd, the, Pink yeah. Floyd's The Wall. Right. My sister was totally into it, but my mom was like, "No, I don't think it seems like it's going to be too much for you." And uh, <laughs> I don't like this no education thing. This doesn't sound good. I don't know why I'm making my mom sound that way. Yeah, she's not like, like that at all. all. But she was like, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. My parents were pretty, you know, loosey-goosey with stuff. But there were some weird things that they would just, like, right. the love boat. They didn't They didn't let you watch? No, I stopped being oh. able to watch the love boat for some whatever reason. It was and then Jiggle I remember, TV. They, you were too young for that. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they were Actually, just like, it, you're developing horrible taste. So we have to <laughs> take some of this garbage away from you and make you watch PBS. Uh, but now, yeah. That's the piece of the attack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was the love boat. And then Mad Magazine, because I made, I was reading one of their parodies and chuckled at some STD joke and at seven or something. Wow. Like, well, I get it. I can see like, you're a little young to be learning about herpes. Did you? I mean, yeah, but you even realize what herpes was at the time? Yeah. I was oh, really, no. I, I was pretty. Well, well, then then you know what? It was too late. <laughs> it was too late. It was way, way, way too late. I just remember, I mean, being a kid, you would walk, I would walk into all of these, uh, I know this is such a speedboat, but I would walk into all of these 
traps with my stepdad, like unknowingly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember the worst one, and this is so stupid. But uh, we're coming back from church, and we're in the car, and my best friend's with us, forced him to go to church, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Poor little bastard. And uh, and we're driving back, and uh, there's a couple of guy, kids walking, doing something weird. My mom's yeah. like, wonder what they're doing. I was like, I don't know, probably just jacking off. <laughs> I had no idea what that meant. I just thought it meant fooling around. The old man, <laughs> what did you say? You <laughs> smack, smack, smack. I had no idea why I was getting in trouble. Wow. Yeah. So, so again, so the Walkman. Did you really know what herpes were? <laughs> I did. I also want to contrast that with the fact that on the cover of the single of Metallica's one was literally a legless armless torso with a skull head and my mom just bought it nice <laughs> was like hey oh, here well that's cute yeah i'm sure she gave me a weird look of like probably gonna need therapy later yeah well this was easier than therapy just yeah. give them what they want yeah <laughs> let him listen to his metal music and punch stuff in his bedroom yeah I did, well i was never that angry i just didn't talk to people uh i broke a lot of stuff i was a breaker i was a yeah. thing breaker I was I just got secluded and was like never talked to anybody. It was what was, a couple of healthy young boys I we were. I sounded like I was a serial killer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think both of us, without our empathy, could have been. Uh, That's true. We could have been a, a James Patterson book. The two of us. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, so the Walkman. Yeah, that was a <laughs> healthy speed bump. The Walkman. Uh, take yourself back, 1979. Oh. February 2nd, Sex Pistols bassist Sid Vicious is found dead from an overdose a day after being released on bail from Rikers Island Prison. Yeah, and everybody he, blamed Nancy for it, but it's not her fault. They were both. He did, it was the heroin. Yeah, they were addicts. <laughs> May 12th, Disco occupies eight of the top ten spots of the Billboard Hot 100 chart for two weeks. The charts are led by Peaches and Herbs, R&B ballad single, Reunited. Reunited, and it feels so good. Reunited like we know we should. Yeah, okay, wow, that is not how that goes at the end. <laughs> it does. <laughs> pretty, yeah. oh, my favorite part of that song is when they just lose their minds. <laughs> June 9th, the Bee Gees tie Bing Crosby, Elvis Presley, and the Beatles with record six consecutive number one singles in the U.S. in less than a single calendar year with Love You Inside Out. Okay. Uh, Way to go, Beach. I... I could not name any BG songs uh, beyond the could. coal mining disaster in 1942. Really? You can't stay in alive? You don't know? Uh, yeah, but I've never heard of this Love You Inside Out. I love you inside out. I love you upside down. God, inside you... out. I love you oh, is inside that, is that, out. No, that I just made that up. Familiar. That goes completely made up by my head. Uh, it does sound like it could be the theme song for a serial killer. Love you inside Good. out. Yeah. <laughs> I love your insides out. Oh, I just want to point out, too, uh, if you're interested in Sid Vicious, there's a great movie with Gary Oldman called Sid and Nancy. Oh, yeah. Where he plays Sid Vicious. Uh, and if you're interested more in the Bee Gees, listen to our episode about the... Amazing Beatles cover movie they did. Peter Frampton, listen to that episode. It's it's the weirdest movie I've ever seen. To bring it back, guess what I listened to on my Walkman? What the cassette? Oh, soundtrack for for Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Hearts Club Club Band. Band. Yeah. So July first on uh, the Walkman comes out in Japan. Yeah, this debut. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) trying to be more. 
international. Uh, so the Walkman would have been nothing without the compact cassette, which was developed by the Dutch electronics firm Philips and released in August of 1963. Crazy. I had no idea it was that early. Me neither. Like that, the, the tape player thing you were talking about yeah. that you could record like the pictures i saw they're all from like 1964 and i yeah. was like i had no idea they were that old yeah no those are extremely popular yeah i loved mine it was yeah. like the closest thing to having like a camera or you know it's like you could yeah. record crap i associate the cassettes so much with the 80s yeah like i it's just it's funny that they were around for 20 years before that well because cassettes became king because of the walkman right right you that know? is true everybody wanted portable music the walkman in the boom box you know you yeah. didn't have a uh, LP play. You had your portable no, LP you players. Couldn't, you couldn't, yeah, but you couldn't walk around with it. Well, not. It wouldn't sound very good. I mean, you have to walk very slowly. Technically, <laughs> even the cassettes, they couldn't walk. They, yeah. Until the Walkman came up with the device, like they, you couldn't do it because it would just jiggle it so much that it would it would lose the tape. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the late 1960s, the introduction of pre-recorded compact cassettes made it possible to listen to music on portable devices as well as on car stereos, though gramophone records remained the most popular format for home listening. Sure. I mean, everything takes a while to take, because everybody has the collection already, yeah. you know? Yeah. This yeah. is the problem when you get a new delivery service, whether yeah. it's cassettes or CDs or whatever. And then you got to redo yeah, your whole it's like, collection. Oh. It's like, am I going to do it again? What am I going to do with all my VHSs? I got to buy DVDs now. Right. Yeah. Now it's just like we, on last week, it's now it's all just streaming. Even music is <laughs> yeah. streaming. Nobody yeah. buys anything anymore. Good yeah, Lord. We'll definitely talk about that next week with uh, the CD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another bittersweet, sad, sad story. It is sad. I mean, it, look, this... All of this month is going to be a big bemoaning of the lack of physical media anymore, really. Yeah, yeah, to a certain extent. I think Atari is the only one that's going to be able to get away with not... But even sad. so, all yeah. of the video game companies are pushing towards digital releases. Yep, that's true. They that's don't true. want physical media. They keep selling... You know, the new PS5 Slim, I'm putting that yeah. in quotes because it's like a <laughs> half an inch smaller. <laughs> but that one comes with a removable disk drive. Right. You know, they're Well, they don't, they don't want you to have physical media because then that means you, someone else can watch it or play it or right. listen to it or whatever. And they have the extra cost of yeah. manufacturing the media yeah. instead of I just mean, downloading it. Yeah. So... The Mercury Record Company. <laughs> Yay, December. Welcome to sad, sad December. Uh, the Mercury Record Company, a U.S. affiliate of Philips, introduced music cassettes, as they called them, cleverly portmanteauing music and cassettes into music cassettes. Okay, that's M-U-S-I, capital C-A-S-S-E-T-T-E-S, music cassettes. Music cassettes, yeah. To the, they introduced them to the U.S. in July of 1966. The initial offering consisted of 49 titles. All right, they'll keep I, you going for a couple of I days. I tried to find the first one, and it, this was the only thing that came up. So. Was it a Beatles? No, it was, it was literally 49 different like artists that were all released at the same time. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Were they all Brazilian? Uh, it was from the Mercury Record Company. Oh, okay. So I, <laughs> maybe one or two, or all of them, I don't know. Was Jim Croce one of them? I don't. Was Jim Croce doing music at this time? I thought maybe. it was a little later. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> 
Okay. You don't mess around with Jim. Okay. (laughs) Portable tape players of various designs were available, but none of them were intended to be operated by a person as they were walking. In the 1970s, Brazilian inventor Andreas Pavel devised a method for carrying a player of this type on a belt around the waist, listening via headphones, but his quote-unquote stereo belt concept did not include the required engineering advancements to yield high-quality sound reproduction, while the tape player was subject to mechanical shock, as would be expected with a person walking. Yeah, sound like crap. Uh, You know when he came up with this idea, he was also the very first person to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. And when he finally was able to master that, he's like, I think I can do it with music. I think I got to add a third thing. Yeah. I think it needs to be We're going to walk, we're going to chew gum, we're going to listen to our music cassettes. Uh, He actually sued Sony, uh, claiming the Walkman idea was his own, but he lost. He also sued Batman for the utility belt. (laughs) Batman should have sued him <laughs> since uh, it was around that time when Adam West was playing Batman. Well, nobody said the guy was a genius. Uh, Sony co-founder Mas- Masaru Ubuka used Sony's bulky TCD5 cassette recorder to listen to music while traveling for business. Okay. It was one of those, uh, the bigger ones that, you know, they, technically you could carry around, but they weren't great for walking. He asked Executive Deputy President Noria Oga to design a playback-only stereo version optimized for walking. The metal-cased blue and silver Walkman TPS-L2, the world's first low-cost personal stereo, went on sale in Japan on July 1st, 1979, and was sold for around 33,000 yen, or about 150 American dollars. You know what I love about yen? Is that the symbol for yen, you know, like the money symbol, looks like a bunny. It does. It's interesting. I also like the fact that in, in yen, they don't use any decimal points. No. A yen is a yen. It's one, and then everything's more expensive. Just like Popeye. A yen when a yen when a yen. A yen when a yen, yeah. Though Sony predicted it would sell about 5,000 units a month, it sold more than 30,000 in the first two months. Good Lord. It was a smash hit, though, Sony Walkman. According to the technology news website The Verge, the world changed. On the day the TPS L2 was released. It was. It was changed. It was, completely. I mean, it gave you such freedom. Uh, the Walkman was followed by a series of international releases. It was sold under several names, including Soundabout in the United States, Freestyle in Australia and Sweden, and Stowaway in the UK. Nice. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't make any Soundabout is terrible. Freestyle? Eventually, in the early 1980s, Walkman caught on globally, and Sony used the name worldwide. It's a much better name yeah. than the Freestyle or the... Stowaway. I actually think the Stowaway is the coolest. Yeah, that's weird. It sounds like a weird, like... Butt plug, sexual device. <laughs> stowaway. Get you the well, stowaway. in Australia, that's actually where you carry your Walkman. Crikey! <laughs> <laughs> the TPS L2 was introduced in the U.S. in June of 1980. It was blue and silver and looked sleek as hell. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was just barely bigger than the compact cassette itself, which is incredible. Yeah. I mean, they, they were still bulky, but, like, it wasn't that much bigger. But they than fit so many guts. And by the time, yeah. you know, it evolved, it did get so... Oh, I no, had it, one that it, was basically just the size of a cassette. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In 1981, Sony released the second Walkman model, the WM2, which was significantly smaller compared to the TPS-L2 thanks to, quote-unquote, inverse mounting of the power-operated magnetic head and soft-touch buttons. Well, you have to inverse the mounting if you're going to, you know, make the, I, the size smaller. It was like some, some, some engineer was like, what if we just turn it around? Oh, my God. We save like 40% of the space. <laughs> you get a raise. Uh, I think that was the one I got was the smaller one. I didn't get one of the first... One of the very last ones I got, literally, 
it like the it was a just a glass it was it was just barely bigger than cassette yeah. and it was just like a glass case you lifted it and you, you didn't slide in you just set it down and then shut it and that was it yeah they had some really cool it ones. was crazy yeah sony applied the walkman brand name to some transistor radios starting with the matching blue srf 40 fm walkman in 1980 and added a radio to some walkman cassette models starting with the model wmf wmf1 in 1982 yep uh, I'm going to be doing giving a lot of these names. <laughs> so there's, there's crazy collectors that are all about this stuff. All right, guys. Tell us if we're wrong. Yeah. Uh, the first yeah, model. Excuse me. I'm, I think there was the WFTP4 that you're I, talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and it was um, not blue. It was aqua. No, it, it was blue. <laughs> the first model with Dolby noise reduction system appeared in 1982. Uh, the Sony Watchman was introduced in Japan in 1982. I remember, remember that. Remember the Watchman? Mm-hmm. It's a line of portable pocket televisions. The first model had a black and white two-inch cathode ray tube display, weighed 23 ounces. That was big and dumb. It was like this big old box with a tiny little screen. Oh, yeah. It was so small. Yeah. It was ridiculous. My, my dad had, uh, it wasn't a Sony one. In fact, I think it was Philips. But it was like, it was like the size of like a piece of paper, like yeah. eight and a half by 11, and then had the little tiny screen, but it was on the edge, like this little tiny screen. And you just prop it up, and it was like, and it just did the over the air stuff, you yeah. know, whatever. But it worked. It was released in North America in 1984. Sony manufactured more than 65 models of the Watchmen before its discontinuation in 2000. Good Lord. I didn't know it, it even lasted that long. That's crazy. Well, it must have gotten a lot better. Yeah. Because yes. by then, we had like portable DVD players and yeah. like little mini yeah. laptops and stuff. The first ultra-compact cassette-sized Walkman was introduced in 1983, the model WM20 with a telescopic case. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, fancy. This allowed even easier carrying of a Walkman in bags or pockets. The first model with auto-reverse was released in 1984. Oh, baby, that was the best. Then you didn't have to flip your tapes. I know. In October 1985, the WM101 model was the first in its class with a gumstick rechargeable battery. Okay. Do you remember those? No. I I'm pretty sure I had one of these because it looked like the little battery thing you you'd have to charge it, but it would look like a I don't know if it was for a Walkman, but it was definitely Sony and it was definitely like you would charge it and then stick it in. It might have been with one of the CD the Discmans I had. Right. Um but it was crazy because it looked like a piece of gum. It was super weird. Weird. I don't remember that. In 1986, Sony presented the first model outfitted with a remote control as well as one with a solar battery. Okay. Now <laughs> it's getting it's into gimmicks. Get ridiculous. And the first one with... <laughs> <laughs> uh, within a decade of launch, Sony held a 50% market share in the United States and 46% in Japan. Uh, two limited edition 10th anniversary models were released in 1989 in Japan made of brass and plated in sterling silver. Wow. Only a few hundred were built of each. I'd like one. They're very expensive and hard to find. Uh, 15th anniversary model was also made on July 1st, 1994 with vertical loading and the 20th anniversary model on uh, July 1st, 1999, which they considered to be the prestige model. Ooh. Yeah. I, the vertical, do you remember the vertical loading stuff? It was super weird because it didn't open. You just like jammed the cassette into it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, I never had one of those. I it had, was weird. I never owned one, but I, I'm pretty sure they were still selling them when I worked at, uh, oh yeah, it was a July 4th, July 1st, 1994. I was selling them at Kmart. Nice. Yeah. I ended up having, and I think I still have it somewhere in a drawer or something, but I had the waterproof Walkman. Oh with yeah. the FM radio. Oh yeah. But I used to use that for running and, uh. <laughs> you just sweat all over it. Yeah, baby. <laughs> no, but I would run. To I believe it was the Rocky Three soundtrack. Which one was the one with uh, Eye of the Tiger? Yeah, was that three or four? 
I think that was three, because I don't think four had either time. I think it had a different one. Sure. Rising up. Yeah, yeah. Back in the streets. Well, yeah, the one a, with, I mean, uh, all those soundtracks are amazing to run to. Oh, the one with, uh, living in America. Yeah. 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 That, was, that was four. That was four. That was that's four? what he came out to. That's what Creed, Apollo Creed came out to when he gets murdered in the ring. Well, I don't remember. It was. I, I probably ran to both. I, I mean. I was a huge Rocky fan, but I just remember running around the back old... <laughs> The dirt areas of the, oh, of the neighborhood, just oh, yeah. listening to Meraki. And I remember when the one song would come on, you'd be... Yeah, you start running a little faster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can't. The music's in me. The music's Rise in up. me. <laughs> Back on the top. <laughs> in 1989, Sony released portable video 8 recorders marketed as Video Walkman, extending the brand name. By 1989, 10 years after the launch of the first model, over 100 million Walkmans had been sold worldwide. Uh, 150 million units were manufactured by 1995. Good lord. By 1999, 20 years after the introduction of the first model, Sony had sold 186 million cassette Walkmans. Good god. I think I bought two. Yeah, I I think I had two. Well, because they lasted back then. Yeah, it was quality. S lasted. You didn't have to re-up every four or five years because things no. just broke. Well, that was the... I'm looking at you, Sony this TV! Is, but this is one of the reasons that I like Sony, because when my parents got married in the early 70s, one of their, their presents was a, like, 17-inch Sony TV. Yeah. And we used that up until, like, 1989. Oh, yeah. I mean, it lasted, like, 20 years, 15, 18 years, something like that. On the day I was born, my father, because dads didn't give an S about the whole birth situation, he bought a, porn, a little portable Sony color TV so he could watch football. Oh, yeah. And we, I used that up until I was in my 30s, probably. Yeah. And that's, you know, and it still worked great. Had, my dad had one of those when he was in the Navy. He had one of those ball TVs, you know, that you could like have a chain on the top. You I could love hang those. Up. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, granted, it was in the basement and and like hidden away in a shelf somewhere. But I would randomly pull it out, and it still worked. Yeah, I mean, it. Yeah, they just don't make stuff like that anymore. Well, they don't make things to last. <laughs> they they realize that oh, if we make stuff really crappy, people have to buy it every few right, years. Right. Oh, and then the upgrades, and then oh, okay, oh, we're going from four K to eight K to ten K to twelve K. Pretty soon, it's just going to be. Too much. Yeah. Too yeah. much. It's just, I, I it's, don't need to see that much detail no, on a person's face no, when they're reading poor the news. actors. It's just you can see every pore. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. You can see where the makeup is. You know, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> poor <laughs> in, actors. In 1990, Sony released portable digital audio tape players called DATS, marketed as DAT Walkman. Now, I remember the DAT. I don't know if I had one. But those had the little square yeah. cassette things. You they were almost in. looked like a, a, a floppy disk. Yeah. Like, it was weird. The but only people were... I knew that had those were, like, the huge, like, audiophiles. Right. Or musicians. Yeah, people that were, could... like, because you record on it, it was good quality. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was extended further in 1982 for mini disc players with the MD Walkman brand. I think I had one of those. Yeah, the mini discs were weird, too. Um, from 1997, Sony's Discman range of portable compact disc players started to rebrand as CD Walkman. Ugh, yeah. Uh, the Discman was actually introduced in 1984. Yeah, I remember. I remember having a Discman, and uh, I remember you would you would have it in your car. Yeah. And you would. Pop the cassette adapter. The adapter, in. yeah. And then every bump you hit, it was like, all right. I yeah, the first one I had was bad. I, I mean, like 
when you're I'm just sitting at my desk like listening to something it's fine but you could not walk anywhere with no. it and then they had the anti skip and like protection yeah, yeah the shock protection it, it they tried and tried to make them better but you're literally it's you're walking around with a spinning thing on your a belt spinning like, laser on yeah. your belt you don't think it's gonna skip yeah that's yeah. why analog is really a lot better than digital there's no <laughs> skipping or scratching or booping or bopping. In 2000, the Walkman brand, the entire range, was unified, and a new small icon, W, was made for the branding. That's kind of dumb. <laughs> well, I just remember it was that weird-looking W thing. Yeah, I, but it's like, why? I, I don't know. You got some shame for the Walkman? I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Portable compact disc players led to the decline of the cassette Walkman, which was discontinued in Japan in 2010. That seems late. That does seem late. Uh, the last cassette-based model available in the U.S. was the WMFX290W, which was first released in 2004. Interesting. Well, I remember, I mean, my, the, my infi- the Infinity that I bought, mm-hmm. that had a cassette player in it. Yeah. And that yeah. was 2000-something. Yeah. It yeah. was three or four. Yeah. I mean, I, I uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that the, I'm pretty sure the last car that I had, that the Toyota I had, had a cassette Player. It was cool. I liked yeah. having a cassette player. It had, and also it was the first car I had a CD. It had like a six CD. Oh, that's like, right. Oh, baby. Yeah. That's, those were so weird. Okay. <laughs> the almond trunk. And you had to like no, no, get no. Out and, oh, you're, that one didn't. No, those are the installed ones, like oh. the fifty CD thing that yeah, people yeah. would have. No, this was like a six in dash. Oh, in the in dash. It was part oh, of wow. the you know one of the uh, options for the car. Ooh, the stereo ooh. options. But I was just so excited to have a CD player in the car that wasn't some. Skippy, bulky, right. black monolith piece Thing of crap that it's shoving a fake cassette to get going. <laughs> Which didn't work half the time anyway. Nope. Uh, the marketing of the Walkman helped introduce the idea of Japanese-ness into global culture. What does that mean? Uh, synonymous with miniaturization and high technology. It was a thing in the 80s where everyone assumed that Japan was going to take over the world. Oh, God. Yeah, with gung-ho. Everybody was yeah, so it was, deathly but it was, afraid it was Japan. because Japan was, was doing so everything far better than ahead us. Yes. of us in every, yes. all the technology. Yes. I mean, they had, obviously, they would have stuff way before we did. I mean, three of the four things that we're covering this month was introduced in Japan first. Well, also, they would take something that we invented and make it much, much better. Yeah. yeah. You know? And it's yeah. just, that's how it was. And they were really good at marketing. They were really good at product development. And they were really good at selling stuff. Yeah. And so everybody was like, well, Japan's taking over. It's like, well, yeah, they're good at it. <laughs> like, well, just relax, everybody. It's, it's just what a free market brings. Yeah. Uh, the Walkmen and Walkwomen in advertisements were created to be the ideal reflections of the viewing audience. Sony implemented a marketing strategy hiring young adults to walk around in public wearing a Walkman, offering nearby people to test out the product. Hey, you want to listen to my Walkman? Hey, what, you, I, I noticed you were eyeing my Walkman. No, I wasn't. Weirdo. <laughs> Get away from me. Sony also hired actors to pose with the Walkman around the streets of Tokyo as an additional form of promotion. Uh, a major component of the Walkman advertising campaign was over-specialization of the device prior to the Walkman, meaning that it was designed for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Prior to the Walkman, the common device for portable music was the portable radio, which could only offer listeners standard music broadcasts. Right. Like your transistors. Yeah. Uh, the ability to play one's personal choice of music and listen privately was a huge selling point of the Walkman, especially amongst teens who greatly contributed to its success. Oh, yeah. I mean... Can you imagine kids today? Kids today, listen to daddy. Ooh, that sounded awful. <laughs> oh, that sounded awful. Listen to stepdad Jimbo. You yeah. don't understand, man. When we didn't have 
headphones to put on and tune out. Yeah. And, you, know, you couldn't just put the, the one little mono thing in and listen to a baseball no. game with somebody, and your, your parents could still be like, ah, and you could still hear them. Yeah. But, I mean, look, could you imagine being on a road trip with your horrible family with no headphones? <laughs> You kids don't understand. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I definitely remember the transition when because every time we traveled to grandma's house, it was a good like two hour drive. And when I finally got my first Walkman, it was like, bye bye parents. I'm yeah. just gonna tune out in the back. What was that? Take your goddamn headphones <laughs> off. Is what I said. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, a diversity of features and styles suggested that there could be a product which was the quote-unquote perfect choice for each consumer. Well, yeah. I mean, they had – that was a smart thing to do is you have all of these different models. Yeah. Everybody loves to customize. Oh, Everybody yeah. loves to have their own little special version of whatever. And this was a brilliant idea. Yeah. I mean, they had so many different models. Like the sport model, which was that hideous bright yellow. I had that one. Um, the, the, like, I didn't need a waterproof – Walkman, I mean, I wasn't running around and sweating. I was running in the rain, baby. <laughs> I would swim with it. It was great. You couldn't. That was no, the problem. It could That's what sucked. So far, yeah. And plus, I don't know if the headphones were... Probably not. Waterproof. No, they were. They were the yellow waterproof headphones that came Oh, yeah. The, okay, I, yeah. Because that would have been really stupid. That would have been dumb. This method of marketing to an extremely expansive user base while maintaining the idea that the product was made for each individual... Got the best of all possible worlds. Mass marketing and personal differentiation. Yeah. It, it, it allowed someone to still feel like they were an individual. Right. Even though everybody had one. Because you got to pick your type of Walkman. It was like Swatch yeah. Watch and all yeah. that crap. I mean, everybody had their own version of the biggest fad that everybody has. It's right. like, I'm an individual even though I'm... Yeah. Doing what everybody I'm, else does. I'm, because I'm, my watch, Swatch watch is gray with white. <laughs> when Sony released the first Walkmans, they featured two headphone jacks and a hotline switch. When pressed, this button activated a microphone and lowered the volume to enable those listening to have a conversation without removing their headphones. Nice. Yeah, that's clever. Sony chairman Aiko Morita added these features to design for fear the technology would be isolating. Nice. Although Marita thought it would be considered rude for one person to be listening to his music in isolation. People bought their own units rather than share, and these features were removed for later models. Yeah, you had to get a splitter if you wanted to listen to yeah. Walkman with your buddy or your lady yeah. or your yeah. man or, or, or yeah. your dog. I don't know. Your dog. Whatever you yeah. like to listen to. Who, whomever is your... <laughs> Listening partner. Listening partner, yes. <laughs> no judgment here. The Not at all. I, my listening partner is Ripley. Yeah, yeah. She, she listens to... She, she so hard to get loves those. the Bee Gees. <laughs> sure she does. It's really hard to get the earbuds in her little ears, though. <laughs> the Walkman was the first of a long line of mobile devices to attract criticism for isolating its users, promoting narcissism, detachment, and rude behavior, while at the same time preventing interactions that are the basis... For traditional place-based communities. Yes. Let's um, confirm the fact that any new technology or anything, whether it's a magazine or a video game or whatever, it's going to lead to the destruction of society, Adam. Yeah. There's always these people that are so deathly afraid of anything different. Yeah. They have to demonize. And I remember the backlash for the Walkman. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, she's going to be, well, you pretty much predicted what it it is now, but it's like, oh, there's going to be a bunch of people. They're not going to talk to each other. I'm going to be listening to their music, and nobody's going to interact, and then society's going to crumble because nobody's going to take care of each other because you're all just listening to their stupid music. 
I mean, I honestly, at this point, don't really want to talk to other people. No. <laughs> well, that's because the internet, not the Walkman, Adam. <laughs> it's not. It just. I mean, you're right. At the end of the day, it all comes down to anything new with an older generation. People get scared. It's, I, and it's like, okay. You know what I'm scared of, Adam? I'm scared of becoming that old person. Yeah. It's, it's like, I'm okay. You know, I'm getting old. Yeah. I, I get it. There's no stopping it. But... <laughs> I don't want to be afraid. I'm trying to keep up with technology and what the stuff oh, that's going on. Because oh. I'm trying so hard. Well, I don't want to be like, a, oh, them TikToks. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, yeah. I, I I understand the the negatives of social media and the negatives right. of all this stuff, but there's also positives. And yeah, yeah. The truth is, it's here. And there's yeah, nothing yeah. Can do I mean, you're it. not. It's you hating it is not going to make it go away. <laughs> and I just know. I just. I don't think I will be scared of new technology. I. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I am old manning about that AI. I literally no, not AI. Discord. I have no idea what the hell it is. I'm so confused by it. Discord. I'm, it's like a. Yeah, yeah. It's like a. It's like Twitch, isn't it? No, not really. <laughs> I mean, it is, but not. Isn't it? Because someone, someone was like, oh, it's it's like Ventrilio or something. And I was like, I don't know what the hell that is either. Ventrilio. It was like, I, I I don't know. I don't understand Discord. I have tried. I don't understand the basic concept of it. Well, you're not afraid of it. No, I just don't use it. Right. That's, <laughs> I mean, there's a difference. And I don't, I don't want to make other people not use it. But that's fine. There's a huge difference between, hmm, that's not for me. And yeah, it's from but the devil. I, it must be destroyed. And I, nobody can have I it. I tell you, it's hard to fight that because at first I was just like, well, I should know, understand this. Like, what is going on? Well, I think the thing that I'm fighting is the, oh, this is stupid. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> to let, to, to, to understand, you know, because it's so easy to just look at kids, what they're doing today and be like, well, that's dumb. Yeah. What are they doing? That's yeah. stupid. That's wasted time. Blah, blah, bloop. But that's what our parents said. That's what their parents said them when yeah. they were listening to their LPs. You know, it's, it's, it's all just, honestly, man, I think it's all just jealousy of youth yeah. and, and being scared of not so much scared of the technology, but being scared of being left back. Yeah, and yeah. not understanding, feeling useless, insecure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd, I, I mean, how much more, how much further along would we be as a society if we had the internet sooner? I mean, maybe, maybe we would be destroying each other. Yeah. I don't know. Look, there are definite arguments against the internet that I sure. see. You know, that sure. there are definite disadvantages that have happened because of the internet, whether it's misinformation yeah. or it's just, it's the it's the easy. Dissemination of lies and mm-hmm. and 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 fake news, yeah, if you want to call it, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Yeah. Uh, but there's really no downside to a Walkman. Yeah, you know. No, 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 no. I, I mean, okay. Technically, there is, according to some people, sure. Uh, they actually called it the Walkman effect. Oh. Uh, it, it's, it was coined by Husei Hosokawa in a 1984 Popular Mechanics article. Uh, and also, <laughs> he has the greatest name ever, in his phenomenological analysis of this effect, Rainier Schoenhammer yeah. argues that wearing headphones interrupts a form of contact between people in a shared situation, even if there is no explicit communication, thereby violating... An unwritten law of interpersonality reciprocity, the certainty of common sensual presence in shared situations. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it. Sure. 
he goes on to draw a similarity with the wearing of dark sunglasses, which irritates because there's an inequality in the balance of looking at and being looked at. F him. <laughs> it's just people being pissy. You know, yeah. I was at the I was the D bag that always wore my stupid sunglasses inside and at night, you yeah. know. Because I thought I was the cool cat. Yeah. Because it was. No, I don't know. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> What look, happened? I, I, exactly. <laughs> I got old, Adam. Old and ugly. Um, no, it's just, I get it. Yes. It is, it is isolating, but so is reading a book, you know? Yeah. So is reading I mean, a magazine. What, yeah. So I is, mean, it's it, not, I mean, look. People sat on trains before they had the internet, before they had Walkmans, yeah, and they read, and the they newspaper. read papers. Yes. Nobody talked to each other. They all just read the papers. Look, it doesn't matter what technology there is. Everybody hates each other anyway, and nobody wants to talk to anybody, and we just I, want to be left the F alone. When I am on the subway, <laughs> I have my headphones on because I don't want to talk yes. to you. I, I don't need to hear about whatever craziness you have going on. Well, why don't you want to talk to me? I mean, you is fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you don't want to hear my craziness. Ugh. Uh, similarly, according to Hosokawa, Walkman users blatantly confess that they have a secret, something that you can't hear, which can cause negative feelings in observers. You know how you fix that? You know how you fix that, Adam? What are you listening to? Yeah. The BGs? Oh, okay, cool. See you later, buddy. Yeah, I don't, I, there was a great video from a while ago where, like, every time, I think, actually, I think it was a, um, it was a sketch comedy show, but, like, it's, like, purposely, like, I, I, I have to take my headphones out. I have to take them off to talk to you. Yeah. And then you ask me an inane question that I don't know the answer to. Right. So I'm putting my headphones back on. Right. Like, I, it just. Society has survived a lot of inventions. We weren't supposed to uh, survive the printing press, Adam. Yeah, well. That was supposed to just completely destroy the world. Too much information. What if they get false information out there, Adam? If too many people no. read, they're going to want to be landowners, and they're going to want to vote. That's true. <laughs> then what do we do? Exactly. It's they, just, there's always been chicken littles. These guys, Sconehammer and Hosokawa. Oh, man, I wish there was a detective show called... <laughs> Sconehammer and Hosokawa? Yeah. I don't know, we got to write it. Sconehammer uh, and Hosokawa. Uh, the fact is, is that what they're essentially saying is that you can never have private time. Yeah. If you are in public, that means you have to be accessible to everyone all the time. Right. And that's so stupid. Yeah. That's just saying that everybody in a public situation has to be constantly interacting with each other. And that just doesn't happen. That wouldn't, we're not those type of animals. Yeah. We're social animals, but we also are very private animals, too. Yeah. Yeah. And whoever's listening to this podcast on their headphones right now, tell that person talking to you to shut up. Yeah. Well, you're an antisocial dick if you're listening to us. On <laughs> Headphones. Uh, both men, however, make an effort to counter negative accusations of detachment, isolation, and narcissism. Perhaps most importantly, Walkman listeners are generally happier, more confident, and calmer. Yeah, because they're listening to their music and they're not listening to all the jibber-jabber. Yeah. The users are... Unified in the autonomous and singular moment, neither as persona or as individuals, with the real when the absence does not mean that the world is no longer worth attention... On the contrary, the subject's disengagement sets him free to enjoy the world's sensitivity as a colorful and rich spectacle. <laughs> Make sure you clean off your microphone. <laughs> hey, man, it's a guttural language. On December 21st, 1999, Sony launched its first digital audio players. DAP. DAP. 
Yeah, damp. Under the name Network Walkman, alongside players developed by the Vio sub or division yeah, of, of Sony. I remember Vio. I had two Vio computers. In fact, I still have a Vio laptop. They uh, still make Vio? No, this laptop is like 20 years old. Oh. And surprisingly, it still po- turns on and it still works. Yes, indeed. It, was, it wasn't until this century, really, that we decided that everything was disposable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first player, which used memory stick storage medium, was branded as MS Walkman shortly before the Walkman brand unification. Most feature models would use built-in solid-state flash memory, although hard disk-based players were also released from 2004 to 2007. Yeah, this is around the same time as the iPod, right? Correct. They came with OpenMG copyright protection and until 2004 exclusively supported Sony's in-house A-Track format. Yeah, I remember the A-Track. You couldn't use an MP3. Uh, There was no support for the industry standard MP3 as Sony wanted to protect its records division, Sony BMG, from piracy. Yeah. Well, and that, again, I mean, that was around the time where we had Napster coming in. Yeah. Yeah, LimeWire and all those, like, yeah, yeah, where you could... (laughs) Pretty much download anything. Oh, my God. I had an ex-girlfriend who I won't name because I don't want to send her to prison. But, man, she would just pirate the F out of music. Oh, really? I mean, we had thousands of songs. And she would get these really cool, like, remixes and mashups and stuff. And I, I think I still have them. But we had an orb drive. I don't know if you remember those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like this big, chunky plastic cassette that hold like, a gig. It was like, oh, my God, it's like a gig or two gigs. And we just had so much. She just was like an addict, man, just sitting there downloading, downloading, downloading. More music than we could ever listen to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you get to a point where it's like it's just the downloading is the is the adrenaline rush. Sweetie, you have a problem. <laughs> Sony could not, however, repeat the success of the cassette player in the 21st century digital audio player market. Rival Apple's iPod range became a large success in the market, hindering Walkman sales internationally, though it fared better domestically. The network Walkman for several years had paltry market share and had also been struggling against numerous other rivals such as Creative, Rio, MPO, and iRiver. All do you remember all this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Although sales and share did eventually increase fivefold in 2005 and continued improving, but still remained small. What about the Zune? Uh, I don't. I think the Zune actually came out in like 2010 or something. Did it? Yeah. Was it that late? I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, you know, Microsoft doing its best to catch up <laughs> 10 years later. <laughs> its pricing policy, Sonic Stage software, and lack of MP3 support in earlier years have been su- suggested factors for its paltry performance. Well, here's what happened. The iPod came out, Apple Music came out, yeah, and then that was that. Once you yeah. could throw all of your music onto your computer, zip, zap, zap, make different well, mixes I, and all that stuff. I mean, it's it, it was the fact that they didn't support MP3. Right. Because that was what everybody was using. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, because you could, you know, copy your own CDs right. into a digital format and it would be MP3. But Sony was also used to getting its way. Like, when yes. there were format yes. wars, it... One, it would win. Hands down. Yeah. I mean, look at HD DVD versus Blu ray. And Betamax. Yeah. Okay. So they, <laughs> two big losers. Betamax. They didn't always, but but they were, they obviously with the Walkman. I mean, by this point, they had sold like 100 billion Walkman. It's like they, right. they knew what they were doing. But unfortunately, because of music piracy and all of this yeah. stuff going on, the MP3 just became the standard yeah. because yeah. it's like, why would you do A track? Yeah. Is that what it's called? A track. A track. Yeah. Why would you do A track? If there was no way to copy it or, yeah, you know, if yeah. it was just like, oh, I can just put it on one device. or Right, right. 
Uh, its U.S. market share in 2006 was 1.9%, placing it behind Apple, SanDisk, Creative, and Samsung. In Japan, its share in 2009 and 2010 was between 43 and 48%, slightly ahead of Apple. Yeah. Uh, Japan was all about the using the... Uh, the Sony stuff. Well, Japanese consumers are also extremely loyal yes. to yes. products that treat them well. We are not. We're just a bunch <laughs> no. of willy-nillies I going the, wherever uh, the wind blows us. Whatever's good, give it to me. Give me a Zoom and a Zima, and I'm just fine. <laughs> so meanwhile, Sony Computer Entertainment, a Sony division who are not involved in Walkman products, officially described their PlayStation Portable in 2004 as the 21st Century Walkman. Yeah. Uh, which that did not last for very long either. <laughs> I was so cool, though. The PSP. I know. It was so rad. I don't think I had one. I had a friend who had one. I really wanted one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was just... Because it was... It had games. You could watch shows, yeah. Mo- yeah. movies and stuff on it. You could listen to music on it. It just was this cool little... Yeah. You know, portable entertainment unit that it was just... I'm, it just sucks that, like... Well, I mean, I think stuff like the Steam Deck... Yeah. Those are becoming more popular, yeah. These the, the gaming uh, handhelds. But I miss the old all-in-one. I guess, yeah. well, I guess that's your stupid cell phone now. But I miss, <laughs> you know, but I miss the – not everything has to be a phone. You know what I mean? I yeah, just miss yeah. having gadgets. Yeah. I love gadgets, man. Right, right, and, right, right. And we, we're not getting gadgets anymore. No, no. We get a phone. That's a cool gadget. I'm not saying that the phone yeah. isn't a cool gadget. Yeah. And iPads are cool gadgets, but it's it, we had you had a backpack full of gadgets. Yeah, you had stuff. You had your Walkman. Yeah, you had your Watchman. <laughs> <laughs> you had your uh, your transistor radio. You had your portable LP player. It was yeah. a big backpack. It was. Let's be honest. No, but it was just portable laser display. <laughs> yeah, it was like having a fold out screen. Yeah. Exactly. Although I will say, in relation to the PlayStation Portable, the PlayStation did just release. They're just releasing the that PS5 thing. That's essentially a PlayStation Portable. It's not. That, that's what's so dis, disconcerting about this thing. It's cool, but yeah. it's 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 a over the internet. I mean, it, you're essentially playing your PS5. Yeah. Via the thing. It's yeah. a great gadget if you have a bunch of people in your family. Right. And somebody wants to play the PS5 while somebody else is watching TV or whatever. Right, right. It, it's a nice thing to have. But unless the internet's great or whatever, yeah, if you're away yeah. from the house, it's it's just not that practical. It's yeah. just a cloud gaming device, basically. Yeah. Although I have, I mean, through the phone and the, one of the PlayStation apps, I have played my PS5 from across the country. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just not good quality. I but, mean, you, I mean, if you have a laptop... Yeah, you know, and yeah. a PS5 controller, you yeah. can, yeah. you know, they have the remote play. It's just, right. it's just a, a an integrated way to do it. The one thing that I do like that they're releasing with that that are kind of cool is the earbuds. Yeah, the yeah. 3D audio earbuds. Yeah, I've heard the earbuds are apparently very high end. They're great, but honestly, I mean, if you're going to do gaming at home, I would say get the over the ear. Yeah, the, the more noise quality. canceling. Yeah, yeah. and they're more comfortable too in the long run. Yeah, yeah. Walkman portable digital audio and media players are the only Walkman-branded products still being produced today. Although the network prefix is no longer being used, the model numbers still carry the NW prefix. There are seven series models still being made, running from entry-level to high-end models. Oh, my God. The new Walkman are awesome. Yeah. I've checked them out. I mean, I'm not as much of an audiophile as I used to be. I don't listen to as much music as I did. I think as you get older, you don't listen to as much music. I don't know. At least I don't. Yeah. Um, But the... The Walkman are so great because 
with the technology, it's all the stuff that you can't fit into your phone to make it sound as good. Right. You can get like a 3D audio uh, Walkman mm-hmm. from Sony, or you can get something with DTS. You can get something yeah. that's, yeah. you know, it's going to sound so much better. And if I were still a true audiophile, I would do that. I still think that the original iPod is amazing. Yeah. I have a lot yeah. of friends who still use it oh, because yeah. it's just a great music player. It's right. still really, I think it's superior to the phone in terms of, yeah. Yeah. you know. It also really, that really depends, too, on headphones, yeah. the headphone quality. Because, like, I, I have a pair of, like, knockoff Bluetooth headphones that I use, and, and I constantly have to have it turned up to 100%. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate because, I mean, when I use the the Apple, like, headphones, it sounds amazing. Yeah. Like, the bass is incredible. Yeah. But they're wired, and it's like, I don't want to pay $200 for the Apple earbuds or whatever they're called. Yeah, I, I, buds. I still listen to I don't have wireless earbuds. I have wireless phones for you know the the PlayStation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because she, <laughs> come on, well, I'm not a caveman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but you know, I, I haven't seen the the real reason. I also think they look kind of goofy. At least they're better now. The first wireless ones with the big old sticks coming down. Ugh, weird. It's just like, what are you doing? Um, but it, I haven't gotten to the point now where it's the wire is so inconvenient. Right, that I need right, to, you know, right. pump up to the buds. Yeah, I was I had bought those during the pandemic, and I was walking around, and I never really noticed it until the pandemic pandemic was ending and things started opening up, and like I'm walking through tr- much more traffic. Yeah. and it's like before I was like, well, it doesn't matter because right. everything's it's it, ghost everyone's town. asleep and in their beds and <laughs> screaming in yeah. their pillows. Like, what does that faint sound? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the Walkman. I it was uh, it was huge. I. I loved it. I mean, I, I, my Discman, I rarely ever like walked around with it, but I would sit and just listen to music nonstop when I'm supposed to be asleep. Oh yeah. Uh, sitting in bed, just listening to a lot of Pink Floyd, a lot of Metallica. <laughs> I remember going with my mom, we were running some errands or something. I always had to go with her to run her GD errands. Yeah. Um, and we stopped by and Got the Walkman. I remember opening up the package. I remember the smell. Yeah. I remember popping oh, yeah. in the first tape, popping in the batteries. And I remember every mo- every moment of my first Walkman. As yeah. it was, it, 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 like it just happened yesterday. Yeah. It's weird. I can't tell you that about just about anything else. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't remember what the first, it was probably Donkey Kong. I was going to say, I don't remember <laughs> the first ColecoVision game I played. I'm pretty sure it was Donkey Kong. Yeah. But I remember that day. Because it was truly life-changing. I mean, that sounds yeah. like hyperbole and everything that we've went through, but you don't understand how, especially as somebody, especially as somebody who needed alone time, that had a, 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 right. a, a home situation that wasn't always the best, right? And isolated myself with either books or action figures or whatever. And yeah. then once you grow out of the action figures, then it's the books, and it's you know you got to find yeah. ways. To, to tune out the yelling and the blobbity bloops. And when that power came yeah. of putting on your headphones, it was like being liberated yeah. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll never forget that. And just how much of a part of my life from then on through college that the Walkman was. And then oh, up yeah. through the Discman. I remember, I remember so clearly <laughs> in college with my first Discman – I was flying home from college, 
and I had just uh, purchased the Pink Floyd, uh, the, you know, you can fly. What was the, the one that came learning, out? Learning to Fly? Yeah. The, yeah, I don't remember the name of the momentary lapse. of Yes, mind. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I don't remember the music anymore. <laughs> but I remember popping that in, and as the plane was taking off, listening to the Pink Floyd, oh, yeah. you yeah. know, and it those moments were just engulfing, you yeah. know? It yeah. just, it takes your whole body and your mind and everything and just focuses it on to this moment that I don't think anything else up until that point did, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and made your private life your own soundtrack. That was what was so right. great, is you could put together your own soundtrack for the day, yeah, and you walk around, and you're going through your own montage. You are the star <laughs> of your own movie. It's, truthfully, yeah, man, I know, no, no I know. Yes, there. No, 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 totally. And I really, I mean, for me, a big part of it was listening, being able to have the headphones on and really listening to the music. Oh yeah, and like really hearing, you know, the way it was intended to be heard. Yeah, like it was, it was really incredible. Plus, you could blast your. Metallica or whatever <laughs> Satanist music you listened to back yeah. then, but you could blast it and you're not bothering anybody right, and you don't right. have your parents being, what are you listening to that crap for? Yeah. Give me that yeah. tape. I'm putting it in the trash. <laughs> in the trash? In the trash. Oh, in the trash. Okay. Trash compactor. going to compact it. Remember uh, trash compactors? Yeah. Man. Those they're, still, they're still around. this just was so weird this is what's horrible about our world we've lost trash compactors trash compactors i just remember you had to buy the special bag yeah because we had a trash compactor and i just loved putting like cans and bottles and stuff and then hearing (laughs) i was such a weirdo destructive weirdo and that's why i needed my walkman so i could have my own sinister thoughts <laughs> this episode has not allayed my fears <laughs> that we are serial killers. So hey, look, I... man. Just one last thing. So the Walkman was the beginning of personal entertainment. Yeah, you know where yeah. you could curate and and control what you were listening to, and that was a big deal. Yeah, it, it was a big deal. It allowed you to be an individual. Yes, I mean you could do it at home. You know, we all had our rack. Stereos sure, and stuff. Sure, But to be able to take your music on the go and, like we said, create your own soundtrack, it yeah. was just the freedom that it allowed you to just enjoy life more, I think. You know, bopping yeah. and booping around with music in your ear, it makes you a happier kid. It does. It does. Boop and bop it, kids. I, you got to boopin' and bopping. I mean, and if it wasn't for the Walkman, we wouldn't have music on our phones. We no. wouldn't have, you know... MP3 players who wouldn't have any of this stuff. No, we would have nothing and you'd like it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, if you, if you, you you can pick up a Walkman pretty cheap, you know, an old one, but I don't see, look, this isn't like uh, DVDs or whatever. You don't need to put a Walkman in your GD collection, but if you are an audiophile and you really like music and you want something that's punchier than your phone. Got a little, a couple extra bucks. Look into the Sony Walkmans that they have now because yeah. you can get something really cool that's really going to make a difference in your music. And it's and it it's also again it's a cool conversation starter because people will be like, "What the hell is that? Is that a phone?" <laughs> like, no, it's a Walkman. A walk? What? <laughs> Do you, yeah. Don't you mean a walk person? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> um, but you're absolutely right. On it. Uh, so that's about all we have. Yeah, for the that's a, that's all we got for the Walkman. But such it was it was such I, they were so great. It was a life changing gadget. 
it's it's hard to understand because now everybody just has a phone yeah. and has a thousand billion songs yeah. access to everywhere. everything. I mean, everything. it doesn't yeah. matter. But it was huge. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was it was like the VHS player. It yeah. was like you know it was you being able to have more control. Well, that's the thing about all of these gadgets that we're talking about this month is they all gave an extra sense of freedom yeah. to the consumer, a freedom of choice, because, you know, we were given what we watched. You either watched oh, yeah. Yeah. this, this, or this. You either listened to the radio. You either watched your TVs. You didn't have your VHSs. You didn't have your choices. Yeah. And once we got choices, man, you know, once we could take our favorite songs from an album – and put them together in a mixtape. That yeah. was another thing that was just huge. 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 Anyway, count your blessings, youngins. Because <laughs> oh, your old stepdads took oh. care of all the... We had to live through all the dark times. Oh, our personal Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't have music. <laughs> No, 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 no. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right. We'll be back next week. Uh, we're going to cover the thing that the industry tried to give you less control. <laughs> yes. The CD. What killed the cassette? <laughs> the old CD. Yeah. Bop it up. I really should have had this about an hour ago, but whatever. Well, <clears throat> it'll kick in right near the end. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Here we go. Welcome to the Gen X. Whoa. Whoa, that was weird. I just like a whole Got a gush whole... of saliva went slushing <laughs> into my mouth right then. <laughs> Slushy slush. Mm. I guess Red Bull is saliv- saliva inducing. Salivizing? All right, let this subside for a second. Good Lord. It'll be just enough time for the tree trimmers to come back. We now return to your regularly scheduled program, America's Funniest Home Videos, already in progress. 